0: Ryan Horvath and P.J. Glasser with you here tonight, Wednesday night, February 21st edition bet MGM tonight. We got one more hour to go, three hours down, and uh, right now, Pete, Indiana making a comeback.
1: Let's Home go. he teams
0: in the Big Ten covering at a 70% clip, but like we saw tonight, man, Illinois blew a 10-point lead with two minutes to go. I was freaking out because I bet Penn State 7.5, kind of wish I would have bet them outright on the money line plus three twenty. But Penn State came back, won that game by one. Uh right now Indiana all of a sudden, who trailed by what, twenty? Was it was it twenty at one point?
1: Fifty one thirty one at half. Yep.
0: Yeah. It's now fifty seven fifty one with twelve minutes fifty six seconds to go. Indiana outscoring Nebraska, I believe thirty nine eighteen in the paint. And uh they've taken over. Tough place to play still even when Indiana's, you know, in the midst of a down year. And uh crowd's electric right now crowd's going crazy love it. so love it you were thinking about yeah. maybe buying back some nebraska if anything peach as we get a block shot um this is an ultimate melt right now for nebraska i mean the Dude, shot selection, like big is ten They're games hoisted threes with like 20 seconds on the shot clock if anything i'd probably play some indiana money line what was that price at half like 12 to one you said
1: yeah, I think it was 12-1, to 1, and right now they're plus 160 on the money line. These these Big Ten network games tonight, between the Penn State-Illinois game and this Indiana-Nebraska game, just insane. But this was the handicap. This is why I told you at halftime, you know, Nebraska put up 51 points in the first half. You figured probably the offense wasn't going to keep that pace up, and they're 0-7 on the road in Big Ten play this season. As bad as Indiana is, you just – you took the chance that they probably were going to have a run in them, and sure enough, here we go. Horvath down two possessions, still 12.30 to go in the yeah. game. I mean, this is the thing about college hoops, man. You're up 20 at half, not even eight minutes gone by in the second half, and it's already a two-possession game.
0: Yeah, I don't know why I'm bitching so much about college football and the NFL being gone because this has been a great week of college hoops for me. You know, Creighton comes home – Um Tonight Penn State outright. St. John's unfortunately let us down, but right now I have the over in this Nebraska-Indiana game, and uh, I also talked myself into Memphis, uh, is six and a half point favorites against Charlotte. In that conference right now, everybody's like right on top of each other. But Memphis up big tonight, seventy-six fifty-two. I thought that they were due finally for, for Penny Hardaway good tonight. South yeah, Florida good call. up sixty-one fifty-nine on UTSA. Good call there, Page. There's only fifteen nice. seconds to go. So looking like UTSA is going to cover, unless that game goes to overtime where dogs go to die. But I think you should be good right there. And uh yeah, man, pretty solid night. Um God, also let's Paul get to a couple is more scores. So
1: bad they are so bad marquette put up 60 in the first half 60.
0: Page. indiana just hit a wide open three this is now 59 56 indiana is now once again favored they trailed by 20 at the half they're now minus 110 on the money line one and a half point favorites like you said marquette leads by 30. i mean kentucky's up 36 27 at the half Uh, Wichita State, who is a a six-and-a-half-point favorite over Tulsa, is up 43-26. Seeing the board pretty good right now, Peach. New Mexico about to start in one minute, seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Total, 157-and-a-half. Before we get into NBA futures, you said that you like something tomorrow night. I like something, too. Uh, Let me throw out these games really quick. The Magic, six-and-a-half-point dogs in Cleveland taking on the Cavs. 215-and-a-half is the total. The Magic this season, 30-and-25. Actually, the best team against the spread. And the Cavs are one of the hottest teams in basketball right now. Pistons, 11.5-point dogs against the Pacers on the road. The Knicks, 1.5-point dogs against the 76ers, so pretty much a pick. Uh, The Nets in the Raptors is pretty much a pick, minus 110. Raptors, minus 135 favorites. Uh, Suns, 2.5-point dogs taking on the Mavs. Bulls, 7.5-point dogs against the Celtics at home at the United Center. Rockets, 6.5-point dogs on the road against the Pelicans. The Clippers, 2.5-point dogs against the Thunder on the road. Wizards, 15.5-point dogs against the Nuggets. The Jazz are 9.5-point favorites at home against the Hornets. The Lakers, 5.5-point dogs against the Warriors. And the Spurs are 9.5-point dogs against the Kings on the road. A lot going on there. First night back from the All-Star break. What's your game that you like?
1: Horvat, favorite bet of the night in the association tomorrow. You know I love my spots when we fire a head coach and then you back that team the next game. And we had some NBA news over the weekend. Jock Vaughn let go as the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. This line was two and a half this morning. It's down to one and a half. It's still plus my Nets are winning this game outright tomorrow. We just saw it with Ohio State against Purdue. They got rid of Chris Holtman. And they just beat the number two team in the country. Give me the Nets tomorrow. I love this across any sport. Baseball, football, basketball, hockey, tennis, ping pong. It doesn't matter. You get fired, I'm backing you in your next game. I'll take the Nets tomorrow. It's my favorite bet in the NBA. Um, so, yeah, I like Brooklyn. I think there's some other good spots, too. That certainly was the first game that, uh, that jumped out to me for sure. You know, the Wizards tomorrow in Denver, like... If you're the Nuggets, you're on your All-Star break. You come back home. I mean, did guys maybe stay out a little later than they were supposed to, knowing that the Wizards were coming into town? You know what I mean? That's that's a tough game. I'm I'm staying away from that one. I I can't bet the Wizards against the Nuggets. I know better than that.
0: I actually took the Bulls, seven-and-a-half-point dogs at the UC, uh, against Boston. Boston had Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum playing in the All-Star game. Then they both right away went to vacation. I saw pictures of Tatum and and Deuce on the beach yesterday. The Bulls had nobody participate in the All-Star game because while I love them, unfortunately, uh, as my childhood team, they're terrible, and uh, I think they're actually going to get up for this one. They might even win this game outright. I like this spot for the Bulls. You took mine. I love Brooklyn, but another one that I really love. So I'm on Brooklyn. I'm on Chicago. Really small with the Bulls. Um, I got a pretty big bet on the Magic, actually, tomorrow. I know Cleveland's the hottest team in the Eastern Conference right now. I just think that this is too many points to spot the best team, like I said, in the NBA, covering the number. Orlando this season is 36-19 and against the spread, which is a 65.5% success rate covering the number. And I'm not, like, a big trends guy. But I actually kind of like this matchup for the Magic. The Magic are a team that I bought into coming into the season. They've kind of let me down. I mean, good against the number, but as far as, like, you know, the win totals, the futures, everything's going to kind of be a sweat. Paulo's awesome. He was an all-star for a reason. But I like the matchup because as big as Cleveland is, Orlando's kind of been messing with these different lineups to go big. And it's been, like, Jonathan Isaac. It's been Franz Wagner, um, who's a 6'10", two-guard. You know, they've been playing him a little bit more at the two, and they've been getting Isaac a little bit more minutes, and they've been using this bigger lineup, and they have the fourth-ranked defense in the league. So I think they actually match up pretty well against Cleveland, as good as they've been. So give me the magic, plus seven and a half, pretty big. Bulls small, and I'm with you on Brooklyn. Um, And I like the comments, the quotes from Mikel Bridges, saying, like, not that I buy it. I think he does want to be in New York with all of his Villanova buddies, and the Knicks are actually a good basketball team. But, uh, you know, saying that he's going to try hard the rest of the way, go out and compete, I'm with you. I like the Nets as well. So we'll be live tomorrow night. We'll have plenty of NBA bets. Let's talk about the NBA the rest of the way. Um, Before we get into divisions, anything like that, individual awards, if you could buy into one team right now to win the NBA Finals, not name the Boston Celtics or Denver Nuggets, who would it be? You already know how I feel about the Clippers, but I bet them at 18 to 1. I don't know that I would bet them at current price. I'd probably look elsewhere. Who would be, like, the one team that you would uh, maybe take a look at if I'm giving you, like, a risk-free $100 bet right now today?
1: Man, what a good question. If I couldn't take the Celtics or the, the teams Nuts, that are
0: most likely going to win, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I really think it's going to be one of those two. The Bucks, I, I just – there's no way I can trust a team coached by Doc Rivers. There's just no way. And I, I, even though I think Giannis and Dame will be much better in the postseason than they will in the regular season, I still can't get there. The Clippers, Ryan, I think it's fool's gold. I think it's fool's gold. I, I I think a lot of people were in the same camp as me where last year was kind of the final straw with L.A. And you just you, after that, you just couldn't trust them anymore. Now with James Harden, people are kind of buying back in. They're playing great ball. They might be the best team in the NBA. We don't know. But I can't get – can we really trust those three guys to stay healthy throughout a playoff run? Can we even trust two of them to stay healthy? I don't think we can. Can't take them. Phoenix. I don't think plays enough defense. And you talk about trust. I mean, I can't trust Beal to stay healthy for a playoff run. I don't know if Durant's going to be able to stay healthy either. So I don't like them. I don't know, Ryan. Like I really don't know. Outside of the Nuggets and the Celtics, man. Gosh, you had to so make. So is it me Boston? Bet.
0: Would Boston be your pick if I if I throw those two teams in, or would it be Denver?
1: I think it'd be Denver. Denver would be the team for me. I still think they're the best. I think they're going to win it all this year. I think Miami would be the bet for me if I couldn't take those two just because of the price. And I just, again, after Boston, I think it's such a crapshoot for, like, who to bet in the East that I think you just go for the value. Whereas in the West, I just think it's going to be the Clippers or the Nuggets. And... Again, I just have so many questions about the Clippers staying healthy, where with the Nuggets, I don't question their durability. I don't see OKC or the Timberwolves yet challenging either of those teams. I don't think the Lakers, Warriors, or Mavericks have a run in them to challenge one of those teams either. I think Miami's the play just because of Bam, Butler, and Hero, and they get into the playoffs, Spolster as a coach, the championship DNA, knowing what it takes, knowing that they can match up with Bam, Milwaukee they beat them last year and I know Boston obviously brought in Holiday and Porzingis so they're a different team but still man there's just something about the heat when they get in the postseason that you gotta respect them so if I had to make a bet just at the price itself I think Miami 18-1 to win the East or 40-1 to win it all would, uh, would probably be my bet
0: looking at the rest of the season which again resumes tomorrow night we'll be live on the air for all these games we got to give a shout-out to uh, Rick Camp. He didn't come on this program, BetMGM, tonight, but you and I were filling in for Nick and Ken on You Better You Bet. And he came on, and he threw out Cavs Futures, which
1: sure did. I
0: believe 12-1 to 1 was the price. And he was on with You Better You Bet earlier today. Of course, check out their podcast as well. Great stuff, always with Rick, man. One of the best, in my opinion. And he threw out Cleveland. Peach, that was like a month and a half, two months ago. I was yeah. looking at this today for the first time in a while, the Central Division. Cleveland's minus 500. The Bucks are now plus 325. Isn't that insane? Like, Cleveland all of a sudden is the hottest team in basketball. Rick was on that before anybody else. And I kind of bought into the Cavs last year. I like the height, the height that they have, obviously, with Jared Allen and with Evan Mobley. And then you have your closer and Donovan Mitchell. Last year, though, Donovan Mitchell didn't really show up for the playoffs. And I figured, like, okay, he wants to be elsewhere. I thought he also wanted to be in New York as well. Um, but, man... Cavs have been playing good basketball. Is now the time to buy in on the Bucs, though, at plus 325 after Dame went off in the uh, All-Star game, one MVP, was great in the three-point contest. Giannis is still, in my opinion, if not the best player in the league, right behind Jokic and right with Embiid. Is now the time to buy in at Milwaukee at 3-1, to plus 325, do you think, or is Cleveland more, like, into the regular season? Milwaukee just wants to get to the postseason healthy.
1: Yeah. Now, I, I still think you wait on Milwaukee. I still think there are going to be some growing pains with them. I still think maybe there are going to be some opportunities for them to, uh, you know, to kind of learn and gel with each other. And obviously, Doc learning his players and his players learning his coaching style. It is interesting, though. I, I do think there is something to Shaquille O'Neal when he was on the TNT desk talking with Dame. And did you see that exchange between the two of them? And when yeah. Shaq told them, like you know, as your big brother, I'm telling you, like when you guys lose, the blame's going to fall on three people, and I know this from experience. Going to be you, you, Giannis, and Doc, and you guys got to figure this out. And Dame's like, you're right, we do. I yeah. think the the Bucks' first game after the All Star break, which I probably is going to be Friday. I'm not sure. But whoever Milwaukee plays first, I, I am looking forward to betting them. Losing to Memphis heading into the All-Star break. Doc's comments coming out of yeah. the All-Star break. I, I think that, that game is going to have their full attention. So they're at Minnesota Friday. You get to play yep. the number one team in the West. You think that's going to wake them up? So I love the Nets uh, tomorrow. And then I really like Milwaukee on Friday against Minnesota. Really like them in that game
0: yeah man I kind of like Milwaukee the rest of the way to be honest like I know that like now they're playing defense the only case I can make against Milwaukee the second half of the season I like the Pat Bev pickup I don't know how much Mm -hmm. like him and Dame are going to be able to play on the floor at the same time because who the hell are they guarding like when teams go bigger but the only thing is it's Doc Rivers you know and I I just don't it's it's hard to believe that Doc Rivers can coach a team back to the NBA Finals a team that like doesn't feature Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen, and also have Tom Thibodeau on the bench. Like, let's be honest, Tibbs was the brains behind the operation. Kind of like how uh, Shane Steichen it was the brains behind the operation for for Jalen and Nick Sirianni and Philly. I feel like that was Tibbs in boston that year plus that team was just awesome Sorry, i was a little distracted indiana back down 10 66 56 all of a sudden uh, crazy isn't what it what was the number that you bought back in at 14 and a half 14, 14 and a half is such with- a freaking mess i yeah. hate them oh uh, we'll take a quick break kentucky up 43 31 on lsu we'll take a quick break we're gonna take a look at the rest of the nba action for tomorrow night Rethrow out our picks take a look at some player props as well and a look at these divisions at mgm tonight Let the conversation continue with BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. BetMGM Tonight, Ryan Horvath, P.J. Glass are in with you tonight. Nick and Trista with the night off. With the week off, they'll be back next week from vacation. College hoops, P.J., been a weird night at college basketball. It usually yeah, has. it has. Indiana, who trailed by 20 at the half, rallies all the way back to, what were they, down five at one point. Three. down six. Yeah, down three. Now they're down 71 to 57. They are 12 and a half point dogs once again. Uh, Live total, 156 and a half. Closed at 147 and a half. That looks okay. Wichita up 49-32 on Tulsa. Closed at six and a half point dogs. Now 15 and a half point, or I'm sorry, six and a half point favorites. Now 15 and a half point favorites on the live line. Kentucky LSU is pretty good. 44-42 Kentucky they're five-and-a-half-point favorites on the live line. Total 157-and-a-half. And, a half. and uh, well, Marquette is up 72-to-33 against DePaul at home. They're 46-and-a-half-point favorites on the live line. Mississippi State up 51-50 on Ole Miss. Uh, New Mexico up 15-to-5 on Colorado State. And then the fighting Doug Christie's Pepperdine up 20-to-9 on Pacific. One more game still to go 40 minutes from now. Bet the under in Air Force, UNLV at 133 and a half. I still like it at 131 and a half. Air Force is a six and a half point dog, which I feel like Air Force is probably the side, seeing as they're an eight and 16 team. UNLV, 14 and 10. How's UNLV only a six and a half point favorite? Doesn't that seem a little short?
1: Yeah, it does. I that's,
0: that's I want no part of that, though, other than the total. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. But even that's scary oh, because Air Force yeah. is
1: No, I'm done with college. I'm done with college basketball for the night. The fact that I had Indiana at plus plus fourteen and a half, they were down three, and now they're down 15 with six minutes to go, tells me it's been that kind of night. I was telling you off air that uh, I bought in live with Bama minus five and a half. They lost by, they won by five. And then I bought in with South Florida minus five and a half, and uh, they won by five. So, just, uh, I was trying for the middle. I was trying for the hedges. I had Florida plus eight and a half that won and UTSA plus eight and a half, and I was trying to get those middles. And it's just, it's one of those nights, Ryan, when it could have been so good. And now Indiana doesn't cover this, and it's like, it could be like that. So, need, need the Hoosiers to just lose by 14. They probably will lose by 15.
0: They were just at the uh, free throw line 73 58, 15 point game. Yeah, the 14 and a half is gonna be a sweat. Indiana's terrible this year, man. In Indiana's another yeah, one of those programs where they should never be this awful. Right? Like Correct. Indiana should always be able to recruit. Uh but it's yeah, it's 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 not been a great season. Well, they All need right, to NBA. hire
1: Yeah. I was no, gonna go say on, they go just on. need to hire the right they need to hire the right coach. You know, I thought Archie Miller when they hired him was gonna be great. Like that shocked me that he was as bad as he was. And then the Mike yeah. Woodson one just like never made sense. So I don't know. I'm I'm a little worried that maybe Nate Oats could get poached by one of the Midwest schools, like maybe Indiana, Michigan State. Maybe when Izzo retires, he's obviously um, you know coached high school in uh, in Michigan. So we'll see. I'm with you though, man. Indiana, like I mean, Bobby Knight, like it's blue blood. They they shouldn't be this bad.
0: Exactly, man. Indiana should never. It's like when we talk about like uh, the Yankees, the Red Sox, some of these teams, it should never be a rebuild. The Dodgers never rebuild. Um, wow. Marquette's up 78-40. to 40. The live total, 177.5. Kentucky up 46-42. All right, moving back over to the NBA. Uh, we hit on the games for tomorrow night. I do like the Magic. I like them at 7.5. That's actually moved a little bit, down to 6.5 on the road against the Cavs. Again, the Magic are the best team this season against the number. I expect a pretty solid second half of the season. I don't think they're going to win a playoff series. Good chance maybe they end up being a play-in team, but I like their future. 5 games above 500. They're 30 and 25 this season. Cleveland all of a sudden, that's where we left off. Now the favorites to win the Central Division, the Bucks plus 325. You said you like Milwaukee on Friday night. Um, tough spot against Minnesota, but I agree. I think the Bucks are going to come out blazing. You know, and uh, you heard it on the TNT broadcast. That's the other thing that, like, Barkley and Kenny, they were saying to Dame. It's like, you guys got to be mean, like you and Giannis. Yep. You know, like, you got to call out some of these guys. I think that's the way to go. Um, so that division, though, I wouldn't bet anything I'm with you, except for maybe Milwaukee at plus 325. That'd be the only way to go. I don't see Indiana winning the division, even at 80-1. to 1. Uh, you look at the Southeast Division. You brought up Milwaukee, Milwaukee. I'm sorry. Miami minus 160. Orlando's plus 110. So they're not that far off, man. I do think that they're going to be a playoff team. Um, Miami for you, minus 160. If you had to make a better, would you take a shot with Orlando?
1: No, I do. I do like the Heat. I think the Heat are the play at minus 160. Don't know if I love the juice. I mean,. You know, the Magic are a young team, so, and they're trying to make the playoffs, obviously, for the first time in a little bit. So they're going to kind of be like the Kings last year. They're going to be that try hard team in the regular season. The Heat will take a more veteran approach, trying to look for the, uh, look forward to the postseason. So I certainly could see a case for being made for the Magic, but I just think now that we've gotten to the second half, the Heat are going to start looking like the Heat a little bit. But I, I couldn't lay a minus 160 with them. Um, the interesting division is that Northwest division, ma'am, with Minnesota, OKC, and Denver. Like, whew, that's going to be interesting. I kind of like Minnesota at plus 100. Um, I think they're going to edge out the Thunder, barely. But I just think, you know, they're a team that's just really built for the regular season, obviously, with Gobert kind of manning the middle on defense and Towns and Edwards on offense. And I, I, I think – a lot of people are going to like OKC just because of the young firepower that they have with SGA and Chet. It's a really good division. It's a good division. I think I like Minnesota, though. I wouldn't make a bet. I would like a little bit of a better price with the Timberwolves, especially the fact that their lead really isn't that big over either team, but that probably would be my pick.
0: And, And the thing is, man, like all those teams, if you look at strength of schedule, it's there's not much, like, they're all pretty comparable. Straight the schedule, Minnesota 20th, Oklahoma City 24th, Denver 23rd. You know, so Minnesota, I mean, they got some big games coming up. Two against the Cavs, two against the Clippers, three against Denver. So that's the thing, like, Denver is in control of their own destiny if you want to take a shot with that price, if you think they're going to treat the regular season the right way the second half of the season. I just wonder, man, like, you ever see Jokic's body that came out weird. You ever see, like, his arms after some of these games, like these playoff games? Like, he is, like, scratched up and, like, tore to pieces the way oh, that they yeah. officiate him. I wonder if that's a team, like, if the Nuggets use some load management the second half of the season because they're the defending champs. I mean, that's sure. tough to do in any sport, obviously. It's, it's a long season, 82 games, and then the NBA playoffs. Like, I kind of miss that about the 90s when they would play, like, back-to-backs in one playoff series will be like a week and a half now like the playoffs are like four and a half months long that's that's the other argument i have against the nba but that is a really interesting division man i i kind of i don't know like come playoff time i i would go minnesota over okc i enjoy watching okc much more i would take their future their ceiling the next five years over the timberwolves but I think the Timberwolves are more built to win now because they have the vets. And like, in the NBA, yeah. you just don't win right away. Like, no team, skip steps. LeBron didn't get to skip steps. Jordan didn't get to skip steps. I guess the only team that almost did was OKC with Durant, Harden, and Russ, and they got beat by yeah. Miami in the finals, and then they all broke up. But I would go Minnesota because you have Gobert, who had the playoff runs in, in Utah, and he's a dominant rim protector. You have Cat, who's at least played in the play-in tournament and the playoffs before and you have a dominant closer in Anthony Edwards. Like, I like OKC, but I think maybe next year's their year, right?
1: I would agree. I would agree. And, you know, OKC is the way sexier team. So I think people are just going to bet on them because they're more fun, right? Mm-hmm. They got the MVP candidate in SGA, you got the rookie of the year candidate in Chet. And they were obviously. A team that I think people just appreciate the story. It's kind of like Philadelphia with the process, right? Like they were so bad. They accumulated all these draft picks and to kind of watch them like succeed. I think people enjoy. Um, but I agree. I would rather take Minnesota in the postseason. I just think they're a little bit better defensively. I like and like you said, the veterans, um, And, you know, Anthony Edwards, I mean, his ability to score in the mid-range, just like SGA, really, really good. Your point, though, about Denver and maybe load managing Jokic and some of their veteran guys, I think is a good one. I I think because that number one seed is so important, especially for a team like Denver, getting that home court in the altitude, um, especially because, you know, the teams that you're battling with, like we said, are so young, right? Like Minnesota, OKC, probably those three teams— The Clippers certainly are in the mix for the one as well. And then, you know, when you play in that first round matchup, Ryan, like in the seven, eight, in the seven, eight, whatever it ends up being, you could go up against like the Warriors, the Lakers, Dallas, like some of these veteran teams with Hall of Fame players. So it's really important for Denver to get as good a seat as they can. Um, That's why I think until they're mathematically eliminated, like they're just going to try and keep playing. And Jokic just, I mean, he just plays, man. Like he's one of the few stars that just plays every night, which is just another reason why I just, I like him so much.
0: Yeah. And he's also the favorite to win the MVP. And I I, like, there's this narrative that like Jokic doesn't care about basketball because it's a long season and he wants to go home and, and race his horses and take care of his horses after the season. But like, let's not get it twisted. Jokic cares about basketball and making money oh, yeah. and supporting his family, and he's he's a competitive dude. He wants to win. I know him and Luka didn't care about the All-Star game, but nobody cares about the All-Star game. No. So, yeah, I- I'm with you. Uh, really quick, a notable bet over at BetMGM. So... 50K, 50,000, I'm sorry. Yeah, 50,000 to win 150,000 on the Lakers. Plus 300 to miss the playoffs was placed before the season. The Lakers opened 3-1 to one to miss the playoffs. Now they're minus 130 to miss the playoffs.
1: Isn't that crazy? That is. That is. That dude has got to feel pretty good. He's got to enjoy the fact that LeBron's sitting out the game tomorrow night out of the All-Star break. Yeah. I mean, look, they're the, they're the nine seed right now, right? So if... The season ended today. They'd be in that playing game against Golden State in the 9-10. If they lost, they'd go home. So, yeah, he's in a good spot. I certainly think the Lakers are going to be in the playing, and I think they're going to be one of the 9 or 10 seeds. So he's in a good spot. It's almost to the point where, like, that guy can hedge, especially if they're in the 9-10 game, right? I mean – it's probably going to be a close to a pick when Golden State plays L.A., whether it's—certainly uh, the home team will be favored. It'll probably be if the game's in L.A. They're like two and a half, three. If the game's in Golden State, they'll be 3, 3.5, whatever it may be. Um, but, yeah, great bet. That guy's in a great spot. All the yeah. teams right now in the West, Ryan, 1 through 10, that we have currently in the playoff picture are going to be in the playoffs. And then it's just determining kind of who's going to be— uh, one through eight when we get to the quarterfinal rounds, who's going to be the one seed as well? But yeah, I think all the teams currently one through ten are going to make it. And, uh, yeah, I think, do you think both the Lakers and Golden State don't make it to like the quarterfinal round? Do you think one of them makes it? Like, what, where are you with like both of those teams? Cause you know, Sacramento got so much experience playing Golden State last year, took them to seven. Dallas is Luke and Kyrie in an elimination game. Um, Like, I don't know, man. I think there's a scenario where both teams, and obviously, certainly, you know, if it's a 9-10, then one of them's got to go home. But what are your thoughts? Do you think both could miss out on the quarterfinal round?
0: I do. I do. I think that it might be over for both of those teams, man. Like, kind the Warriors true. always have a shot, obviously, because they have Steph Curry. Just like with the Lakers, like, I mean, it's the first game out of the break. LeBron's not going to play. And I just, I think LeBron realizes like this team isn't good enough to win a championship. They made a little run last year, you know, and, and, and they, but like, did they, I mean, they were never going to beat Denver. Denver was the clear cut best team in the West last year. And I don't think it was really Uh close. Warriors had their run two years ago because Andrew Wiggins played out of his mind in the finals. He's not that Andrew Wiggins anymore. I don't know what went on with him. Jordan Poole, even though he was a disaster that year in the playoffs, had a good regular season, like he's gone. The Warriors should be in great a great spot, man, because they still have Steph, Clay, and Draymond. But Clay's been a little bit better the last couple games after getting benched by Steve Kerr, you know, in the final game before the All Star break. Draymond's been suspended and, you know, hurt and this and that. But they should be in a great spot because they had all those picks. They had Wiseman and Kaminga. Now some of those guys are gone. Moses Moody. Wiseman's not even there anymore and like you know i just i don't see it happening this year with golden state well i don't know that they're going to be able to make like a big splash even to get back in next year um and then with the lakers yeah i i didn't really like them just bringing back that team like like russell and austin reeves after contract years i just i don't think lebron has the dudes around him. so i would actually take them both to miss to be honest with you man there's just too many good young teams like you know what i mean sacramento okc D- denver yep. even though they're the defending champs pretty young the clippers um the pelicans pelicans, the pelicans are yeah. really good and really deep like if zion cared about basketball was motivated <laughs> and in shape right now how scary would they be and they want to. do they're
1: the my series. team Me every too. year i love yeah. the pelicans but it's just right it's same zion here. dude he just doesn't same like here. he doesn't stay healthy but i love them yeah. i love their team
0: same here uh you brought up the lakers and the warriors most best most bet teams to make or miss the playoffs as far as tickets the lakers number one warriors number two and the pacers number three most bet teams to make the playoffs i should say lakers warriors pacers most bet teams to miss the playoffs number one was the heat they're now plus 950 to miss mavs number two three to one to miss and then the Bulls to miss, which was a good bet because that's minus 450 now. And the Bulls are a mess. I do like them to cover against the best team in the league, the Boston Celtics, though. Tomorrow night at 7.5 at the UC. We wrap up the show next. PJ Glasser, Ryan Horvath. bet MGM tonight. We're back with Bet MGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. MGM I feel terrible. BetMGM tonight, Ryan Horvath, PJ Glasser. It's been a pretty good night for me, but I can't even can't smile or enjoy it because you got all these all these terrible beats and bad things happening. Terrible. I to back tomorrow. You're gonna take Florida Atlantic right now, five and a half point favorites after that loss to South Florida. They go back home. It's a huge, huge conference game. You're going to bet them right now. You're going to make your money back tomorrow night with FAU. But uh, tell, tell the people what just happened with Indiana, Peach. if you want. If you can. The- <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I like that FAU bet. I, I mean, it's just, Ryan, three bets tonight. Three bets tonight that have lost by the hook. But Indiana, is that's just the biggest gut punch. I had them plus 14 and a half. Nebraska's up 12 with 20 seconds left. Kid, it's a three, and they win by 15. I Just, I mean, I had Nebraska minus seven and a half, too. I was going to get that middle, and it was going to be, oh, God. Then I missed Alabama earlier uh, today against Florida, minus five and a half. They won by five. I missed South Florida, minus five and a half. They won by five. I mean, these are live lines that I'm getting when I'm just looking at games, and I'm like, it's a good time to buy in on this team. And three times tonight, I have lost on the hook. Just Ugh. disgusted, Brutal. I had a great night, too, last night. And this is just right. just giving it all away because of those three hooks. Just disgusting. So, we'll see. I, I was interested in taking some LSU. Oh, uh, and they were down 10 at half, and now they're up four on Kentucky. So, of course, now they're probably going to win outright. Just... I do like Kentucky, though, on uh, Saturday against Bama. Bama hasn't been able to beat any good team away from Coleman Coliseum this season. And Kentucky's lost three straight home games. I think Bama's probably going to be favored in that game, like Kentucky as a home dog, especially if they lose this game to LSU. We talked about earlier in the show, certainly could be a look-ahead spot. How about Colorado State is up 28-26 on New Mexico right now? Mexico was up 15-3 to in that game. Colorado State is on a 23-11 to 11 run, so pretty impressive there. How about Meg McDonald, who we had earlier on the show, too? Had Marquette, St. John's first half, and she had LSU, too. So pretty good for a debut, huh? Going to sweep Hell the yeah, board?
0: yeah. Check out the podcast. Meg McDonald, really good stuff. Cam Rogers, really good stuff at MGM tonight. Like, subscribe, review, rate. Uh, maybe uh, comment on how awesome me and Peej are if we made you some money with that Creighton pick. Everybody loved UConn, not us, peach not us. I think actually a lot of people like Creighton, but damn it, we yeah, had it first. I think so too. We previewed that game on Monday. Uh, peach if you want to make some money, I feel good about this one. Still 15 minutes till tip under in UNLV Air Force. If you go on and get I'm wild, it, it was I'm 133 done. and a half. It's 131 and a half. I do promise you that that's going to be a winner. Um. Also, like I said, tomorrow FAU back home taking on SMU. This is a huge game, man. Florida Atlantic, we love them coming into the season. At least I did after that run last year. 20 and 6 now. SMU 19 and 7. They opened at 4.5. It's 5.5 right now. I think it closes probably six and a half, seven. 7. Um, I say that and it'll probably go the opposite way. <laughs> but I would grab some uh, FAU right now. I do like them. Uh, quite a bit peach I I really do I think like it monster
1: game tomorrow we got a top 25 matchup tomorrow tipping off when our show will be over number four Arizona number 21 Washington State how about Washington State is a top 25 team in college basketball they can play this year and uh, obviously a good opportunity for them Arizona is trying to be a one seed in the NCAA tournament so uh That'll be a fun game. We got some good games late at night tomorrow. If you haven't gotten a chance to watch Grand Canyon, they might be the best mid-major in college basketball. They play tomorrow night at Tarleton State. They're only four-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. That's an interesting little game. Um, Minnesota's favored by three-and-a-half tomorrow against Ohio State. Man, these home Big Ten teams, That's interesting. I don't know, Ryan. I think I'm going to bet FAU with you. I think I'm gonna yeah. bet the Nets tomorrow, and I think I, I just might call it a day. I, I'm gonna need a couple days to recover after these these beats today.
0: Man, you should have just we should have all been. And I put I bet the over, which is looking good. It's 179 and a half. Marquette has 95 points by themselves, and there's still 745 to go in the second half, dude. In the game, I should say. Um Tyler Kolick, 17 assists in this game. Marquette, 44.5-point favorites on the live line over DePaul. I mean, DePaul should receive the death penalty, man. Just blow them off the map, right? Um, Quentin Richardson ain't walking through that door. Pepperdine up 42-24 on Pacific. Colorado State up 28-26 on New Mexico, like you said. And um, also right now, Ole Miss trails Mississippi State 66-57. Kentucky down 59-54 to LSU. LSU now a 3.5-point favorite. And the one I felt pretty good about, Wichita State, is six and a half point favorites, despite the fact that they're three games below 500. They're up 20 on Tulsa, 63-43. I do like the Bulls tomorrow. I like the Orlando Magic in the NBA. So uh, we'll have plenty to talk about uh, tomorrow night, man. I'm pretty excited that uh, the NBA is back, even though we're more uh, college guys. I'll uh, I'll take whatever we can get this time of the year. Not McDavid. But Edmonton does get on the board. Of course it wasn't. Think, he probably,
1: um, it probably was like an empty net and he was going to tip it in for a goal, but then Warren Fogle decided he would take it. I'm sure that's probably what happened. That's what I'm going to tell myself. That's what happened. How much time Didn't that kind of night?
0: We <laughs> got, yeah, let's go over to the NHL real quick. Okay, so, but it's only the first period, 7.55 to go. Yeah, we got we still time. got plenty of time for Connor McDavid to score. If you want to take him now to score two goals. It's a plus six hundred if you want to get weird. Have you have you taken
1: out. any futures? Uh, have you taken any futures in the NHL? Have you bet any teams to win the cup yet?
0: No, I have not. Have you? I, I almost talked myself actually into Edmonton a couple weeks ago. Almost talked myself into Boston. Um, after what they did to me last year, after that like great historic regular season, I just stayed away. I haven't played any futures. Um, I've actually played more futures already in college football and in the NFL for next season than I have in hockey or baseball combined what about you you got anything
1: thinking about maybe buying a little 22-1 to on the la kings to maybe uh win the cup potentially i don't i just you know i look at the top of that board and i see names like the panthers and the bruins and the oilers and the abs and the stars and i remember watching the kings in the postseason last year and i liked them and they returned a bunch of those guys they're off to a slow start right now i think they have like one of the easiest schedules remaining in the NHL. So I think they could go on a little bit of a roll. Catch fire. I was talking about it with Ken Barkley yesterday. Because he he follows the NHL pretty closely. And uh, he was saying to bet the Kings to win the division over Vancouver. They're like 16 points back of the Canucks. But they play them four times. And like he said, they have like one of the easiest schedules remaining in the NHL. So the Kings, I remember reading a lot of stuff like preseason that people liked them. And uh, they're starting to find their groove, I believe. And Scott can correct me in the chat if I'm wrong. But I believe they just like got rid of their coach, and they're kind of finding their groove too. So, uh, yeah, Kings twenty-two to one. Might might buy in a little piece of that.
0: Uh, uh, I don't know if you could talk me into that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what Scott <laughs> has to say. Let me throw out one bet. Um, I'm gonna be with uh, Meg on this one. I'm gonna go Mav McNeely though, top twenty. I'm still looking at it. at BetMGM plus two forty. Again, he's been hurt the last couple of years. He had a shoulder injury, did finish 6th in Phoenix. He was 16th, as Cam talked about, in ball striking. He's one of the better putters on tour as well. Uh, so, top 20, I like, plus 240. I'm not going to do anything without outrights this weekend, man. I mean, I don't like this price on Finau. I don't really want to do anything here. I'll save my money, like you said, for next week. I'll save my money for, for Florida, and I'll save my money for the Masters, where I know I'll have way too many bets. I have to re-download the Masters app. I'm pretty excited about it. Peach. before we get out of here, we got a couple minutes. I wanted to ask you about this and your thoughts. So we talked about this. Me and Rob Brown talked about this. Initially, I wasn't a big fan of the expanded college football playoff. I felt like it was going to take away from the regular season, maybe take away from some rivalries. And I kind of like the four teams. Then we had this season where Florida State, even though they were all beat up, no Jordan Travis, got absolutely hosed. Let's be honest. Like the team that got blown out by Georgia – wasn't their real team. And also, like, Georgia probably should have been there as well. Let's not forget, right? They lost one game in two years. Now, though, this year we begin the 12 teams. And did you see uh, Pete Thamel had this? College football playoff officials are discussing expanding now to a 14-team playoff in 2026. They just talked about this in the meetings in Dallas today. So the 12-team setup begins this year. Now they're already talking about 14 teams. You know how this ends, man. Like, pretty soon... This is gonna be like gonna be a, a twenty eighteen. Like, this is gonna be like sixty-eight teams. Like we're NCAA gonna have like tournament. the playing tournament on True TV. You know what I mean? Like JMU against FAU, the University of Saint Francis, taking on St. Xavier, stuff like that. Like, let's not take away from the regular season, man. Now You know what I mean? We've I already done that in baseball. We've we've done that in the NBA. Every team can't make the freaking playoffs, man. It's like it's like every team can't get the participation trophy don't Agreed. destroy college th- football even more.
1: I think eight is the perfect number. I'm surprised they didn't go from four to eight. I don't mind 12, but I think eight is the perfect number. Um, I just, I, I think it it's good to expand though. Not more than 12. I think 12 is probably the max, but I think it's good to expand to a number past four where like all the teams that are in the college football playoff, like Whatever number you settle on, there's always going to be debates on who that, like, 12th or 13th team is going to be, but that team's probably not going to win the national championship, whereas there have been years where, because teams play in the SEC or they play in the Big Ten or whatever it may be, and even, though like, Georgia this year, Georgia might have been the best team in the country. In this new playoff, they would have made it, and they might have won the whole thing, right? And at the end of the yeah. day, like, I do want to see the best teams because some conferences are better than others and it's just unfair that you know there are certain matchups in conference title games where Georgia has to play Bama and yet Florida State gets Louisville right like it's just yeah so I think the balance of that will make it better
0: yeah that's a good point though dude Georgia would have been a two and a half point favorite on a neutral field over Michigan and like with the healthy Brock Bowers and McConkey, they would have won that game uh special thanks to our yep. guest tonight Cam Rogers also Meg McDonald really good stuff check out the podcast. BetMGM tonight. Coming up tomorrow night, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern, BetMGM tonight. It'll be myself and P.J. Glasser. Brad Evans joins us at 7.20. We'll talk with Dan Karpik around 7.40. And then downtown Rob Brown joins us to talk a little Major League Baseball and just life at 8.20. P.J., enjoy your night. Kentucky right now down 61 to 60. Six minutes to go. A good game. Go check it out. BetMGM tonight. We're back tomorrow on Twitch, YouTube, and, of course, the BetQL Network. That's a wrap. Another show is in the books.
1: We'll be right back here tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern for the next winning edition of Bet MGM Tonight.